Welcome to episode 42 of Kirby's Disc Golf World. I'm JK Disc Golf. Sitting with me, I have Disc Golf Jesus and Swiss Cheese. We had a lot of stuff going on, so first I'm going to hit you guys with the plugs and we can talk about all things disc golf. Guys, make sure to rate and review the podcast if you enjoy it. It definitely helps us out. Follow us on Instagram at Jesus Disc Golf, Swiss Cheese DG, and JK Disc Golf, as well as Kirby Disc Golf World. And see your hot takes on Twitter at JK Disc Golf, Swiss underscore DG, and Disc Golf World. And to see more disc golf content every single day, subscribe to the YouTube and hang out for a while at Kirby's Disc Golf World. Absolutely. Hey, guys, I got a sore throat. I was cheering on the best setter in Wisconsin. You can't so plug him because he's that. not going to listen. We'd be plugging. I would have said his high school if I actually knew it. What is it? Watosha? Central. Just sitting. Central High School. Don't need to put Shout all our out information Warhawks. out there, bro. That's, not, that's my mascot. Not his. Falcons? Yeah, there you go. But we Shut did. Up. What are we? The Wildcats! <laughs> what are we going to beat? The Wildcats! So, yeah, I'm a little harsh about that, but let's jump into it, man. USDGC, I said it right again. Fuck you, you guys. Um, I know that was about to be brought up, but did, yeah. it, did it play up to the hype for you guys? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was all right. I would say I don't know if it played up to the hype. The one, the one big problem I think that kind of killed a lot of it, and I think it left a lot of people sour mouth sour taste in a lot of people's mouths was the stream cutting out especially during that last round and not being able to see the drives on the first playoff hole that was the only playoff hole so the most exciting part of the event no one even got to see after it was over yeah they fucked up very disappointing so maybe they can't do the coverage that i want because obviously they can't get this right so and they're not gonna give it to everybody they're not gonna put everybody on it no definitely not especially yeah you can't do this you're not going to be able to handle a lot more things going on at once. I don't think we're there. Have they talked about doing like some money back to people or anything? No, nope. no. Nope. I think I think their way, their solution was to I think immediately after fall, like once they got it all figured out, they posted it and made it available for everyone. That was I think their solution. But like yeah, it, it's definitely it. no, it doesn't. Talk about people that paid twenty five bucks for yeah. it. Live man, you you present the whole aspect of live disc golf is the best, right? That's what it's the selling point of what it is. And yeah. here I am watching you disc. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that final drive by Paul was a run. It was like an ace run mm-hmm. at that. You know what I mean? So it's even like you you miss out all that drama after I've already checked you disc and I've already seen all that. So that's already out the window. Imagine imagine missing a fucking Macbeth ace. Uh, oh my god, dude, that would yeah. be crazy. In a yeah, they got, they got off, they got off relatively easy. Um, but... No, they didn't really, because everybody's really. Because I didn't actually watch the final, uh, the final day, so I didn't really know about it. But I know about it because it's all over fucking social media, being like, oh, this is what happens when you fucking <coughs> when uh, UDC whatever bullshit does a fucking tournament. My man, my only team. problem is that I, I'm, I don't want to hear the people that didn't get it and they're like oh this is why i didn't get it or oh i don't want to hear from those people (laughs) you know what i mean like hey you didn't support this that was your choice no need to be a fucking jerk about it like you know what i mean i wonder like what the cause everybody else i wonder like what the cause was for like the the reason it broke up too because i feel like if your final rounds are typically free you gotta imagine more people are watching that live stream and they're on a college campus so i can't imagine their internet's trash like I don't know. It's just very interesting to see how it fell it apart. Twice, right? Maybe yeah. somebody unplugged the router. 
Somebody just unplugs the router. Maybe, but definitely, like, it's just the one day where you have to actually pay, like, a decent amount of money for it is when it, you know, shits the bed a bit. Yeah. Yeah, poor for him, but it's nothing to get out. You know what I mean? We can get over it. As much as we did miss the drama, it's still I think it out to the... It would have been different if Kyle Klein's drive was good. Swiss usually like, fuck those guys. They should be giving out free fucking discs. They should be giving out free fucking next fucking pay-per-view. They should be doing this. They should be kissing my fucking feet. And yeah, I don't think I've ever referenced anybody kissing my feet. But Oh, podcast number 13. Hey, hey, we're all read. We're pulling shit out of our ass constantly and just slapping it up hey, the wall. It's true. Check it out. <laughs> check out all doubles of reads. Yeah. Check it out. It's in there. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bullshit. But anyways, I, yeah, it's, I think it's. I think everybody's. Maybe I'm just tired of talking about it at this point. You know what I mean? Because it did happen Saturday. We had that extra day of getting over it. Maybe I'm just finally over it. You know what I mean? That I, might be it too. As much as the play. I'd, I would. I also think a part of it is like, yeah, there's a playoff, so obviously that has the excitement level. But Kyle Klein was completely out of range for birdie. And does anyone really think Paul McBeth was gonna miss it inside the circle putt for to win the U.S. title? I don't. No, so yeah. if if it was a little bit different, where like maybe Kyle Klein had a circle two putt where it was attackable, I definitely would want to see that more. But yeah, uh, man. The other the other aspect that it was like the whole fucking maybe I'm also more annoyed with the fact that it's the. You all said McBath's washed, and here he is winning another USDGC celebration fucking tour, which nobody's He's ever, ever said, said Paul McBath's washed. He just said the competition's caught up, and I've just been tired of that also. Like I think that's just been Mamba like, yeah. I think a lot of that's just like people making that shit up. No, I don't. I've never seen someone unironically say Paul McBath's washed up. Maybe I'm just. Haven't seen it, but I, I have not seen anybody. It's always people memeing. It's never like, yeah, he's actually washed up. No, yeah, and I mean the whole oh McBeast, like really guys, he he had the lead, he lost it. Yeah. What, what part of this made it look like anything McBeast has done? McBeast would have ran away with an eight-stroke lead in the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a McBeast. Yeah, he hit a 60-footer putt. Great. Absolutely clutch. Ice in the veins. I can't argue that. But, man, throwing out McBeast and throwing out, like, he's back, like, he never went away. He's up there in points. He's up there in pay. You know what I mean? He didn't go anyway. Nobody's saying that. So, it's just, man, it, whatever. I, I just think it's silly. Like, the dude's, the dude's the goat. He doesn't need to be put on any more of a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and but here we are. Let's elevate him up again. And it's just... That's all I'm tired of. What do you think that, that I think? What do you think this does for like his season? Because I feel like there was a lot of talks where not people saying he's washed up, but people saying like this is not like you said, not a McBeast season, not a season that we typically see out of McBath. Does this help a little bit more because he has like one of the two most prestigious events under his belt now? Of course. Like, would you say like? But now I mean, is it I like? I don't know how they say that he's not been a McBeast. He took he took second in Worlds. He mm-hmm. lost in a playoff. He lost to one of the most amazing shots ever to happen in disc golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he has had it. Just imagine if that shot was a foot to the left, he didn't make it. So he has world and USC and the US title this year. Yeah, and then you would see those comments talking about how. Like, or he, or he's even back. if he didn't play, if if he would have not overshot the playoff hole and tied 
and tied mm-hmm. uh, tied uh, Conrad on the playoff hole, and they lost in the next on the on the playoff in the next hole. He birdies it, Conrad birdies it, and it, it's a world. It's just <clears throat> I don't know. He's having he's not having a Macbeth season, but he's having a good enough season. He's having a season where everyone won. Since sorry, man, this okay, was dude. his first win. I love Zoom. First first win since 2019 as far as an elite series. So it was kind of a monkey out the back moment, but he's always been up there. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like he's been out of the picture. It's not like he's a comeback player of the year or anything. No. You know what I mean? And that's that's the, my over-celebration of it is just that. Where it's like, cool, man. He, he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it, it was interesting to see, like, like I said, I think he shot like a minus four the last round or something. Kyle Klein had to force the playoff. He was the one then attacking. And just to think, like, if Kyle would have just birdied one of the last two holes, like, yeah. he potentially could have won. Or, or, man, just think if Dickerson put together a round. Yeah. He had, a, he had to also had, like, a really bad round. Shall like even or, or something. You know what I mean? An uncharacteristically bad round. I don't know. Dickerson, Dickerson, I feel like, has done that quite a bit where his final – he used to be the final round king, and it seems more like last year we're talking we're talk about the Tour Championship in a little bit, but last year he lost in the final round. And then even we look back at his previous USGGC win, it wasn't – he had a very lackluster final round. He had enough strokes to, you know, be okay with that, but this time he needed to be the person in the lead, be aggressive, and he just did not perform the way he needed to do it. Yeah, fair. But I think someone else who like we saw the who had a bad bad first round but came alive that final round to make that push to the playoffs was Kyle Klein. He's been not, maybe not the highlight of the season, but he's performed to be one of the best up and comers, and I think he's proven that almost tournament every week. I mean, there's, he's had a few hiccups here and there, but he's got a big win. He's pushed playoffs before. He kind of seems that like the pressure of the situations he's been able to put himself in there and actually be able to fight for these big tournaments. So what are we, man, what are we, what are we talking? What are you referencing? Like putting him up there in the top five, top 10. I would say he's a, I think it'd be okay to put him. Oh man. Now it's a little bit harder. Cause I feel like you, you have your, your top man. Like it's like, do you even put like, cause right now in my mind, I feel like you want to put the 1050 boys all on the same level, but I don't think like you can do that. Because I think if we're looking at, like, career-wise, it's like you've got to put Macbeth and Ricky, I think, on that, the, like, the A-plus range. And I don't okay. think anyone – because like, when you look at, when you look at like, Heinberg, it's like, yeah, he does – he's 10-50, he performs well, but, like, what notable wins does he really have? You know, he takes second at a lot of tournaments. He's won the match play tournament. He's won, you know, some big tournaments, but he's never won a Worlds. He's never won a USDGC. I don't know where this match play is going to be on prestigious level, but it's just very hard for me to put him on the same pedestal as a five-time – world champ a two-time world champ it's just same goes with dickerson too like i feel like yes he's like on the verge of being that good but it's like he's just not there yet okay i gotcha so, yeah, and it, for, same for eagle for too me, sorry that, yeah. at that level and quiet is not there yet but he's knocking on the door he's I mean, still I'm super young right where hamas is i'm putting kind of above hamas i think i think that he has the tools and he has shown a little bit i think adam hamas has had a good season with the two wins but I just like I think next season we're gonna we've been saying I think for a while that this is gonna be Hamas's year. I think if you look back the past two seasons, I, there's so many prediction whatevers that people are saying Hamas is gonna be there. He's gonna be there. And I think that Kyle Klein has already improved quicker and done what he was supposed to do going into this season. And I think that he's shown the improvement. 
more. Fair. I mean, I I, I put Kleiner ahead of Hamas next year and just not now. In my opinion, I, I would say they need to give him a better signature series disc. I he might love the origin, but man, I don't know how many people are gonna be buying the origin. Is he on their like star team? I don't know whatever they call it. Not like, not he... right now. He's not on that top one. I've heard that like Eagle is trying to push him, like to be yeah. on that you same see, level. Man, you you already know this, but get get that dude on the elite team. I think we'll see him there. I think especially yeah. after this performance, we're definitely gonna see him there. But yeah, on on, on yeah. the on the flip side of that though, we we saw Kyle Klein execute maybe one of the you know best USDC of a lot of these people. What happened to Heimberg? Taking like fifty eighth place. I, my pick. Yeah, I really felt great about that after day <laughs> one. <laughs> I don't know, man. I yeah, that's that's probably one of the biggest shocks of the tournament. You know what I mean? Apart mm-hmm. from maybe, well, we'll get to that one, so we won't bring that up just yet. But yeah, his performance is probably one of the most, I think, shock-worthy while looking at the cards and looking down the line. So Even from, like, from day one, it was always looking at it, and I was always thinking, oh, he'll, he'll bounce back. He's, this is, he's setting himself up. He did it last year and just never did. I don't think he ever hit the minus six mark. Yeah. And when you say that out loud, that just sounds brutal. Right? Yeah. So I, I wanted to... He's, he's had a rough few weeks now. Apart from the match play, which is a completely foreign status mm-hmm. to their normal status quo week tournament. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, like, man, he's he's been fairly quiet and dropping down the leaderboards fairly consistently. So I don't know if it's just kind of the end of the... You know what I mean? Hitting the end of the road, end of the season. You know what I mean? I, I'm i not sure, but the I'm one, sure he'll come back strong. The one interesting thing, because I did do a little bit of a deep dive on like his statistics throughout the season, because I wanted to see, because like, when I think of Heinberg's season, I think it's very lackluster. He's only taken outside the top 10 three times the entire season. So when you look at that, it's like, well, he's had an all right season. But when you look at his wins, he doesn't really have any of like, he's got a few wins. But it's never, nothing like where you can like look back and be like, that was a great season. I think Heinberg's going to look back at this season and say, I could have done more. How many top five do you know? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. It was a lot more in the beginning half of the season, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. There, there was a stretch where he wasn't outside of the top five. Like, yeah, and then that so. slowly started to not happen as much, which is unfortunate. But I think next season, again, we're going to see him bounce back. I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, but what I was alluding to, as far as the most shocking shot. performance, you also I'll had Paige's eight. final day. Uh, yes. second, no, second, 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 yeah, second or was it second to last day? Yeah, Sorry. second to last day. She <laughs> second to last well day. Final day, but second to last day was the bad day. Yep. With a, With a plus, plus eleven, 11 14. 14. 14. It was up there. <laughs> it was up there wow. for sure. I think it was plus eleven for a while, and I think it got, I think it got up to plus fourteen when I saw it. I just didn't. Check at the end because she was going. That was the day that it was raining, so maybe she just can't perform well in adversity. But it, there was like people performing perfectly fine. Like I know Haley King was having all, a solid round. Yeah, all of the, I guess all of her shots were just drifting left. Okay, that's what that's what they said. Cause I I actually got cause I saw what happened. Cause they did so early that um I actually turned it on and now uh, she was on hole. The one with the water on the left, I think it's 17. 
Might be seven. No, it's not. It's like a part of four. Maybe it's eighteen. But she threw it in the water twice. Oh wow. Yeah. So it was yes. a bad day. Yeah, I mean it costed her the tournament. I think basically everyone was saying, like, this is Paige Pierce tournament unless she messes up. And she did. <laughs> Even, she didn't even shoot that great of a final round. I mean, even's fine, but that's not like what first round she shot minus seven. Like, where did that yeah. go? Yeah, even that even was not that strong. But man, I, we, we've all had bad days. But man, that, <laughs> plus fourteen. It's tough. I just oh man. And out of Paige Pierce, like, I don't even think if I if you would have told me what is Paige shooting on her worst day, I don't think I'm ever touching plus fourteen. Like I'm giving you like a plus five or something like, yeah. That just seems so uncharacteristic. Yeah, and that's like in hurricanes weather. You know what I mean? Like just winds howling. And shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, no, shocking events, but I, I'm sure she'll get it together, and I'm sure she's already beating herself up for this entire week and going into this next tournament on it. So yeah. Um, but I thought that was kind of shocking. Um, the only other thing I saw we kind of discussed it: the Melton shooting a ten on one hole and still shooting under for that round yeah that was wild was also there was a couple tens i saw a couple i think i saw a 12 usdgc yeah. eats people alive if you're not not on no i mean i get it but going back to the the throw pink championship uh, the person who was the most consistent throughout the tournament won missy gannon having a stellar year yeah man missy gannon's putting it together mm-hmm. uh, and she's She's hard not to like and root for. Yeah. Like, I, I, every time I see her on a card, I am rooting for her 100%. So. I'm finally glad awesome. that this is a tournament where she actually gets a disc for it. Because I think in her past two wins, there was no, di- like, commemorative disc. So, finally, she gets that going for her. <laughs> nice. Good. We know what you did there. We like it. <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> I do you so I think Red you already alluded to you don't think that this lived up to the hype you're not the no I think it's just I loved it I loved every second of it it's not worth twenty bucks I'm sorry yeah I don't know I watched I I watched all the live every single day and I just I just love that course man I don't know why what is what about it just gets me to watch but I very much enjoy it. Hey, so I didn't, like, the mozzarella sticks also didn't really come into play on that one hole that everybody is complaining about. No, yeah, not really. It was, like, super gimmicky. So I'm glad we talked about that for three days for a nothing burger could, also in the tournament. Could you imagine? That always seems to be the ha- what happens. Yeah. Could you imagine if they weren't there, though? Like, that hole would just be so much boring. Like, it's just a straight shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it probably you're, doesn't you're really have that much effect on them, but, like, it makes it seem like there is at least... Yeah, absolutely. So. I bet you it kind of, yeah, it affects like what you know. What I mean, their aim targets and what they're looking at, stuff like that. But yeah, that was that was a giant nothing burger. But I'm glad that was such a blown out of proportion to prove a point that was mute. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> love in it, in my opinion. So, but heading off to the last prestigious event of the year, we have the the tour championship. So to qualify in this one, it's like the top 32 players who have. For the male side, I don't know how. I think it's like 16 for the FPO side for who the DGPT points, and you get seated, and it's a big old, a big old thing. But it's at Hornet's Nest, which is debatably one of the hardest courses on tour. 
you can debate this one between like Northwood Black and all that, but they're very similar. I think this one actually plays a little bit easier than that, but a lot of technical shots that require a lot of finesse, but you still have to throw a good amount of distance on all your shots because there is a 600 plus holes, but it's super tightly wooded, and if you hit a tree and you're going off the fairway, you got to be miracle shot for bogeys. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. This is a beautiful course. I, I will say it's, yeah, I don't think it's play, it plays as hard as Northwood, but... It's up there. It's definitely up there. Um, and I like the reason I like this tournament is because it kind of highlights, you're able to highlight on May cards a lot more of the lower ranked players. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. that's really cool um, to be able to get cards like that instead of, you know what I mean, your big names. And you still get that later. So that, that's what I really enjoy about this tournament is just seeing those other names, being able to watch a lot more players both male and female i think it's awesome so just my opinion yeah before we talk about like our little our bracket breakdown i think the one the big news that actually just happened today is eagle mcmahon is no longer going to be a part of this tournament injuring his shoulder i don't think it's confirmed that he dislocated it he said he dislocated it but like i don't know how much you know he might just think it hurts or whatever tore something but the word is that he tried to do a fake fake out 360 or something. I don't really yeah, know what that. I have no what idea. I googled it, couldn't find it. I have no idea. I don't know what that means. He said he yeah, spun counterclockwise. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like a forehand 360. I don't know how you dislike. I don't know how you unless he like really whips it. I guess I don't know. I just yeah, like he really just torqued it yeah. or something. Because usually fakey means opposite. So three fakey free axis it is counterclockwise. Mm -hmm. I don't see how you do a counterclockwise backhand. No, I tried. It's just too much. Like it just doesn't work. So yeah, it's almost yeah. got to be forehand. Very interesting. So he will no longer be a part of it. Hopefully, it's not too much of an injury. Where I know people are talking about how they're worried that he's gonna have to get surgery and it might be like a torn rotator cuff stuff like that. So hopefully, he's fine. Seems like he was one of the most unlucky he's, with injuries. He's done for the rest of the, his life. He's going to retire. No shot. He's, He'll play lefty. He does seem like a guy that's like, if fucking he has this, he has to get surgery. He's done. He's Just like, like well, no, no, I'm not playing anymore. No. He might play lefty for the rest of his life. He could do that. <laughs> I, I love how in his documentary, he's like, yep, and that's why we don't throw on icy, icy baths. <laughs> Well, now this is why you don't throw fakey 360s, evidently. Off camera. Off... Yeah, at least record it. Like, what are you doing? You know he was practicing before because he's like, oh, I'm going to do this all for you. Yeah. Didn't work out the too only, much. Yeah, maybe, like, the only other thing I could have thought of is, like, he maybe, like, slipped and, like, fell on his shoulder. Like, actually I think they would have. I think they would have said that, though. That, yeah. Fair. 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 Yeah. Just, just, I, was just, I, just, I put my Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes hat on and just tried to put yeah. some shit together. Maybe he was skateboarding and tried to throw it. Uh, Again, maybe. I think they would, might have said that. Nah. Nah, because then he's breaking contract with fucking... He's skateboarding for the thing he's not allowed to do. This is like the MLB, do. bro. <laughs> they don't have this shit. Like, it's not allowed like to skateboard. You're not allowed to skateboard. You're not allowed to snowboard. Like, nah. You can ski. Skiing's okay. Yeah. But not snowboarding. None of that shit's in this contract. I bet you it is. These contracts are like, hey, here's a van and some fucking discs, and this is the amount. <laughs> like, so. Damn. But. Well, I think that with that, we can move on to doing a little bit of our 
who were predicting a move throughout the rounds for this tournament. You guys ready to want to do MPO first? MPO? MPO. Sure. All right. I, I can start it off first for the, the, the Bushnell Bracket Challenge. Because if you guys don't know, head over to UDisc. I mean, it's probably too late now. But um, check it out. Fill out a bracket. I think you win like, a decent amount of prizes for Great. it, too. Yeah, I think they have top three got a, a it's like a range finder, a speaker, mm -hmm. like the Bluetooth speaker that you can be like, boo, you are three hundred feet away from the boat. And then there's something else too. But like the top, top three and then the top, top two get It's like an armor two. shell of yep. the for the Exo armor and then the, the top disc two jockey. get like the armor shell in the bush now and the top three get whatever. So there you go. So for my first round I'm having Paul Uliberry, Gannon Burr, Ben Callaway, and Andrew Presno advance. Those, I think, feel confident about all those people. Had a pretty solid season so far. I should feel confident because I have Uli, <laughs> Gavin Burr, Anthony Barella, and uh, Emerson Keith. Okay. With the Barella. I don't feel confident with the Barella. Barella. I'm a big I, I, fan. I, I like to throw his name out there once in a while. I, I like yeah, it. Hey, man, I always say with Barella, it's a coin flip. So a 50-50 chance is better than some, I don't know, some of these other players, if you ask me. Yeah. All right, so I want to do preface. There's, I wish I could have, like, a little warning, like, right here. Hey, don't listen to this, because Quinn thought about this for 30 seconds real quick. There you go. And I just went with that. Perfect. So we like to hear. Germ. Burr. Callaway. Newsome. Wow. I saw something on a page about it. He does like a three finger forehand grip. I saw it on like a Facebook or something. He's actually commenting on it in the middle of it and all the comments. <laughs> and there you he's go. got he's game. Weird. You know what I mean? He can put together a solid round and get through. <clears throat> he's pretty young, he too. He got game. Then in the quarterfinals, I have Chris Dickerson, Drew Gibson, Andrew Marweed, and Matty O. Holy shit! I have Manny O, Chris Dickerson, fucking Marweed, and Gibson. Let's go. Perfect. Guys, I have Chris Dickerson. Woo! Manny O, Bama! Bama! Oh, die! The Cookie Monster. Num, 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 num. Marweed, and I'm gonna switch it because I did have <laughs> I did have Gibson, but that's way too much fucking too much curvy love. I will go with. Oh man, Gibson looks. I'm gonna stick with Gibson. Fuck. Boom. <laughs> okay, so we all have everyone. We have the same semifinals. Perfect. And then in my semifinals, I have Ricky Wysocki, Paul McBeth, Kyle Klein, and Kevin Jones. I did have Eagle, but obviously. Can't pick him in. I did have Eagle as well, but Eagle got moved out for Dickerson. I got Ricky Wasake, uh Paul McBeth, and James Conrad. Conrad. Uh, McBeth. Klein. Dickerson. And I will go with Gibson. Wow. So, 
final round with just the four. Yep. That's dope. Yeah. That's, That's cool. Dope. And they reset scores every round, too. That's cool, too. And then four. My winner. Well, why don't you just do all your four? We just did. Oh, you want me to do the whole thing? Um, okay. I already forgot my four. I'm gonna go fourth place, Kevin Jones. Third place, Paul McBath. Second place, Ricky Wysocki. First place, taking home, Kyle Klein. Alright, fourth place, I have Dickerson. Second, uh, third place, I have Kim Conrad. I have Ricky Wysocki taking second. And I have Paul McBath taking first. Wow. Paul McBath fourth, Gibson third, Klein second, Dickerson with the win. I think we all got a shot here. I hope so. We got a third of the field. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't need to qualify. Well, yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, come on, man. There's going to be surprises. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. the, that's the only kind of thing I played. Like, you look at that list, and I'm like, oh, man, it's all chalk. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, all right, I want this, this, this. And then part of me is like, there's no way that just breaks out. So that kind of went with it. I agree with you. I, I'm rooting Gibson all the way. I hope Gibson wins. Gibson, I'd be, so. be cool with that. I hope Conrad wins. Yeah, you know. I'm not going to pick him to win. Man, part of me expects, like, if Gibson wins, don't you think he might have, like, the most badass celebration? I don't know why. I don't I know. That. No I way. I don't think so. There might be a tear. You know, like, if it's one of the people from the first round winning it, they're going to fucking pull up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I hope that'd be kind of cool too. Ah, just burn down the fucking <laughs> 18 feet, 18 feet. All right, let's show for the FPO. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do, do my four. Yeah. That is going to advance. Was that a split, like a seatbelt? No, he's seat diving belt. in. Uh, oh, for those at home, oh, yeah. we um, just I dived in. Corner Pandas, Weiss, Haley King, and Moving on to the next round. I have Haley King, Jessica Weiss, Kona Panis, and Heather Young. I'm going to go super sleeper here. King, Weiss, Walker, Finley. That is a sleeper one. I hope, you get, I hope you get them right. All of them. And then, so my final four consists of Haley King, Paige Pierce, Missy Gannon, and Sk- Paige Scoogins. Who? Owen Scoogins? Scoggin? <laughs> what? Owen Scott? What? Didn't yeah, he say No, Paige Scoogins. Yeah. No, Owen Scoggins. Okay, cool. My... It's quite the difference right there. Yeah. <laughs> you said it with your chest, though. You're yeah. Just like, hey. There you go. My finals Paige are going to be Paige Pierce, Katrina Allen, Missy Gannon, and Haley King. The most chalk you can get. Rock chalk, Jayhawk. Paige, Gannon, King, Holcomb. Was that your order, too? Oh. No, oh, I didn't well, my, my order is 
King, Page, Gannon, Skugan. I'll keep that order, actually. I'll go Page, Gannon, King, Hoko. I'm going to go Katrina Allen, Paige Pierce, Haley King. Let's see again. Wait. Yeah. There you go. Katrina Allen for the dub. Katrina Allen and dub. Get the dub. But I think with that, we, we have the unique opportunity to now we can actually break down some prize pick lines, too, because usually we, um, they're usually not out by now. But, hey, they're out now. So hopefully you guys can uh, check these out and maybe win some money with us. Yeah, and use our promotion code Kirby. K E R B Y. Get your first hundred. Uh, get up to your first one hundred dollars matched. So head over to Prize Picks. It's the only sports betting app on. You can bet on disc golf. So we could. Uh, hey guys, Prize Picks be blowing up. They yeah. do be. You can bet on football, and you can bet on quarterbacks throwing picks. One of the most ingenious bets ever, man. You're just like, you want to know who sucks? This guy. You want to know what he's gonna do? Throw a pick. Point five. Oh hell yeah, that's an over. There Check you it go, out, guys. There you go. Is there ever a point or one? No, nope. there's. It's always just nope. point five at all. Nope. And even like, is, why would it be even point like the one? touchdowns are uh, point one, point five. Even touchdowns are point five. So you can fucking and then rushing. Oh, it's awesome. So like Reed alluded to, Prize Picks is a stat-based picks pick'em style where you can do up to five picks on um, five pick'ems um, along those lines. So. Um, it's usually based on stat base for the most part. And you what we have here, we got strokes and place finish for the first day. We're going to start with place finish. We each pick one. We each put it in a card. We're going to hopefully mm -hmm. hit it out. Uh, I am choosing Chris Dickerson under 4.5. It was at 5, and I got it at 5, which I felt a hell of a lot more comfortable confident with. Uh, 4.5 is... A little bit worse, but whatever. It's I still think he's gonna get under it. And because Eagles out, that gives a spot for fourth place. And that's why I think I did just placing. But it works out perfectly. Go ahead, Jack. I don't think Jeremy Colling's gonna get out the first round. I'm gonna go with Jerry Jeremy Colling over on the thirteen and a half. Ooh, ouch. I'm gonna go page under. I think we all had page in our top two. There's not two no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Except Jaden. Jaden. Oh, Jaden. All right. Way to go. Wait, no, I, 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 I did. Katrina Allen, then oh, yeah, Paige. Yeah. Did okay. All right. So, remix. We all had Paige Pierce in our top two. Um, there's no two female disc golfers right now on this planet that could beat Paige, in my opinion. That um, are playing in this tournament. That are playing in this tournament, to be fair. Two and a half... I don't like the half hook. Nobody likes that in a place finish. But like we said, nobody. There's no two better candidates. So I'm gonna ride the page under on two point five. Yeah. Yeah, you would hope it's a three just in case she gets that three at the push. Yeah. That, that'd be awesome. But you gotta. Yeah, they're not gonna give that to you. Yeah. Or they, or they might have given. Didn't. I don't even think they did it earlier. Cause I know that, like a lot of them just dropped. A lot of the place finishes just dropped. Dickerson dropped, I think. Um, what did Dick? Who else dropped? What was Dickerson at? Dickerson was at five. Same goes for all like all the score too. So if you're if you're gonna get on prize picks, they usually come out two nights before the tournament starts. So get on that. Hopefully, hit some lines early because I know I did. I got a lot ladder. They bumped up for score. So we that. Yeah, it's, you gotta look at it. It was like I wonder if it was the eagle. 
Like the Eagles news that maybe. came out, is that is that why they dropped? I think maybe because uh, like a, a bunch of people just picked the overs. Okay. Yeah, as I was just bad. That computer adjusted. Yeah. 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 So yeah, get him in. Vote early. Vote often. Because <laughs> I know that I, I've gotten in early ones that's changed too. Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Like even Haley dropped. Haley was at um five two and she dropped down to four point five. Or no, she dropped. She was at four point five. Yeah, she dropped down to four. And I got her at four point five. I got her at four point five. So she makes the finals. We're chilling. About to start off with the with the strokes on round one. I went with for the under because I think a lot of people are going to go over on this first round. When you look back at previous rounds, it seems like there's maybe one or two people that shoot a 57. A lot of 59s to 60s. I think someone who's mo- most consistent in this lineup that I see and I feel most confident about, Paul Uliberry at 58 and a half. I think he can shoot four down if he plays his most consistent game. That's what I'm betting on. That's fair. Yeah. I, I dig that one. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with on our over sixty. I'm gonna take Clemens on the over right now. Hasn't you know? I mean, he had a better year last year than I said he. Than I would say he's had as far this year, um, and he's just not shooting or throwing that well, in my opinion. So I'm gonna take the over. Uh, I got an over as well for our car for the Kirby Disc Golf World. I've got Colt Montgomery. Over 59 and a half, I think we're gonna the win is gonna get 58, and I didn't have him moving on, so I'll give him two plus two more. Well. There you go. And then I think I as well. It's kind of same scenario. I don't have him moving on to the second round, so I don't think he's gonna continually perform to the top. I have Thomas Gilbert. The good thing at being at 59 is that if he does shoot a 59, where you're gonna push. So I kind of feel confident about that. Other than the other that are 59 and a half. Push up so much in the fucking mm-hmm. five six, especially when you're doing pick five. So yeah. I've yep. got one more over. I got Presnell. He's still at fifty nine, right? Yep. If I'm not mistaken, he so is. Presnell over on the fifty nine. Kind of the same reasons Jay alluded to. Um, don't get me wrong, Presley can kind of pop off every once in a while. Um, yeah. They're, they're that close to Presley. Yeah. We're that close. We're close. Yeah. Good for you guys. Don't worry about it. Prezi could do that every once in a while, but I just don't think it's going to be um, under the spotlight this round. So I'm going to go over on that. So if you've been with us, guys, our finishes are Dickerson under, Page under, and Jeremy Colon over. And then for our day one picks, we got Kenwood J. And now we got Cole Montgomery over 59 and a half. We got Colt Montgomery over, Thomas Gilbert over, Chris Clemens over, Yuli on the under, and Presnell on the over. Make sure to cash in that five-pick flex play. If they all hit, they're going to 10x your money. If you hit four out of five, you're still going to double your money. So if you're riding with us, do it. I don't know. And uh, as always, guys, cash them picks. Cash them picks. There you go. (laughs) Cash them picks. But this is, and as well, make sure to use our promo code Kirby, K-E-R-B-Y. It helps out the podcast, and it can help you win some money on disc golf. Give you free, it's going to be fucking matches, whatever you do. Yeah, so you get some free money. And, and you might as well give it to us and not give it to a fucking big-ass 670 to score or ESPN. Give it to our little fucking podcast so we can have a bunch of cool stuff. 
Fuck you know, those big business. I love Long how he says like the score at AM Sports did. It's like regional. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of big in our area, not everywhere, but. Or ESPN One Thousand. There you go. Or fucking WTTW Chicago. What about DGPT? Yeah, fuck those guys too. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Easy, easy. I don't know if they're the only sponsor for the match play event too, because I haven't heard anything other from them. Yeah, it was only the match play. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna sponsor if they're gonna sponsor one match play, it's the one to sponsor though. This is true, but I think this is gonna leave us off for the infamous dream doubles. This week it's Kirby Dream Doubles. We're doing IMDb edition where we scope out somebody's IMDb page and we pick our worst character, worst disc golf partner, uh, who we want to beat, and our best disc golf partner. This week, just because we don't want to show no bias. And uh, we don't want to pick sides for the divorce. We choose Angelina Jolie. Wow, she did win an Oscar. Come on, man. <laughs> put some put some credit. I think like we have to allude if they've won an Oscar, they're an Oscar winner. I think that's like. I don't think I've done that like yet. Kind of like US DGC wins. Like, I, 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 I don't think that. I've done that yet. I don't think you have. Really. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if Will Smith won an Oscar. You assume Johnny Depp has an Oscar. Will Smith he's got Oscar. He's got to have one. Seven pounds? Seven pounds is terrible. Yeah, but it, it was <laughs> fucking highly regarded. <laughs> I don't even Johnny Depp? What else have you done? I don't know. Eating Gilbert Grape? Uh, they didn't win Oscar. You didn't win Oscar for what's eating Gilbert Grape. He didn't? Johnny Depp, no. Yeah, then he did. Then he's got no Oscar. If he didn't win for that one, I can't think of any other. But it, <laughs> I don't know why you said what did he go game, and I immediately thought of Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, yeah, that guy didn't win. You didn't win it. Like they said, he fucking you want full retard. You want full retard? Whoa. Okay. Okay. Let's let's keep moving. Let's, Oscar, let's keep All moving. Right. I'm gonna start off with my worst. My worst disc golf partner is Stella the elephant from. The one and only Ivan. It's, I think it's like a Netflix or, or Disney Plus special. It's an elephant. That's all it is. She's an elephant. She's not going to be a good disc golf partner. She can't throw the joint. Like, it's not like an amphomorphized elephant where they can walk and talk and all that shit. It's just a regular fucking elephant. And it's old. So, it's not going to be a good disc golf partner. I'm not going to be able to control it. It's a wild animal. And it dies. So, spoiler alert. It dies and it's really sad. And I don't want that elephant as my partner. Um, it's a great movie though. Anybody want a chance? Uh, Disney Plus. Um, the one and only Ivan is about a gorilla. She voices the elephant of Stella, the old one. So she dies. The more you know. But Stella, elephant, not not gonna make a good California. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm totally literal with this. <laughs> I don't even know. How to, you want to go next? Cause I don't even know how to follow that. I one I, I can go next cause I don't know how mine how much mine's going. Go ahead. All right, my words. I would like to start also by saying the only movie that I've seen with Angelina Jolie in it is the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. So we can start off by saying that. So I was. You didn't even get to pick Kung Fu Panda. I didn't. I was you going. You told me that I would have given you fucking tigress. I didn't want it. Didn't want it. So. I don't even know why you said this out loud. You said that like the secret part. No, out you're good. Because because it, like, it helps pick it be, helps be, pick my words. So I was first okay. described Sarah Wayland. I think that's how you per se it as and i quote a grease monkey with bad white girl dreads and that's my i rest my case because she's obviously the worst disc golfer that that's it she's the worst she she's like she's she looks like she would be sticky 
Like if you touch her, she'd be sick. <laughs> okay. Like, there you go. When, when you're walking up to her, she has a look. And then when you get closer, you know she has a smell too. Mm. That, that's the kind of person this, this, that, that, that character is. Sounds like I the worst. Alright, to be fair, when I say white girl dreads, I'm not saying white people shouldn't have dreads. What I am saying is there's like white girl dreads that are like cop-out dreads where they're not like... Fake dreads. Yeah, they're like not the... Yeah, horse dreads they're like hairdresser dreads where they go to the hairdresser and get that shit done that's white girl dreads there you go Fake dreads. bang <laughs> but i challenge anybody to give a better description of that character in that movie than what i i, I just did she looks at you to the touch and then she got the look when you're walking up and then you know she has a smell as well okay like patchouli oil what kind of smell are you talking like mortar oil Praline the stick. <laughs> Alright, Swiss go. <laughs> if she was an ice cream flavor, she would be Praline the stick. I don't even know. I know there's a reference, but I can't remember what it's a reference to. Alright. So I'm going to go into mine. Man, the 90s were just a wild, crazy time. We still used payphones, we had floppy disks, rollerblades were a thing. And for many, the internet was unknown. Q, cult classic, hackers. This decade's version of the war games, but not as cool. Hackers was the movie that not only started her acting career, but also the pattern of her marrying her co-stars. Angelina Jolene plays my worst disc golf partner, Kate. Acid burns, Libby. Acid burn is her tagline, hacker tagline. Really cool. Alright, can we start with having to call her by her tagline? Acid burns the entire time. No fucking way. Hard no. Wouldn't be able to do that on the course. Even to Angelina Jolene. But, Acid Burn is a cyberpunk hacker anarchist who spends most of her time at the Foot Clan headquarters internet lounge and she blades. With her carpal tunnel and SPF 1000 covered hands, her disc would be, wouldn't be going anywhere fast. That and her crazy competitiveness mixed with her being terrible will create an emotional disaster so the round would be completely fucking ruined. Acid burn. Acid burn. That movie's got some good actors in it, though. What's the guy from Scream? I can't think of it. An SLC punk? I know Reed knows it. He's also Scooby. Oh. Not Scooby, not um, he was Shaggy. Yeah, I know he's talking about. Um, yeah. Lillard. 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 Yeah, I don't know his name. Matthew though. Willard, bro. Classics could be do. Awesome. He's a good, he's a good actor. No, no, I don't say good. He's a good character. So he's a good yeah. character. JK, you want to do your beat? I can, I can. When I think of an assassin, the first thing I think about is throwing knives, which, if you don't know, is basically how you throw discs. We're just going to pretend that's the same thing. Mrs. Smith would be at least a good disc golfer, but the reason I would want to beat her is, like, the whole killing people thing. Again, haven't seen the movie. But I think it's safe to assume that if she's an assassin, she's killed a few people, which is good enough reason for me to beat them in my eyes because everyone knows it's worse to lose in disc golf than it is to murder people. Mrs. Well, Smith. Mrs. Smith. What name did you say? Mrs. Smith from Mr. and Mrs. Oh. Smith. Oh, the magical Miss, the, the Mrs. Mrs. Smith, as Quinn likes to refer to him as? <laughs> what? The, you, you said uh, the, marav the marvelous Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> That's what you uh, sent to him. To the I, name of the movie. There you nice. go. Or you know. Must have been a fucking spelling check. 
Read Tom's text. Read you or I. It's you. And it wasn't a spelling check because it's called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You were doing the the, uh, the marvelous Mrs. Magoo or whatever, or whatever it's called. Whatever. You just did the wrong movie. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Just leave it like that. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking take that. I guess. So my beat is Laura Kraft, the over-sexualized, pampered one-percenter who goes on her own Adventure Time voyages, is the constant one-upper that needs to be beat. Her pimped-out mansion is a cross between a James Bond HQ and MTV Cribs. It contains a bungee cord, killer robot toys, and stolen antiquities from across the world. But, take away the man, but Quinn... You say, take away the mansion. She's not that bad. She's probably kind of a normal person. Yeah, really normal with her X game water ski skills, motorbiking, uh, racing on the Great Wall, connoisseur of the finest magical healing Cambodian tea, and a boxing marine biologist that magically tames a shark into helping her save her life. Apart from her physical skills and mentions list, she would have every disc at her disposal, personal lessons from Paul Macbeth himself, personal caddy with the likes of Alfred Hitchcock, or not Alfred, I just meant Alfred, not Alfred Hitchcock, that flow off the lips a little too quickly. Um, and last reason, her absolute shit English accent. Gotta be like one of the worst in all films. Have you used, oh, I can't remember what movie it is, but... Not heard of. Uh, I'm going my beat. I'm going with the gold female uh, Mega Mewtwo Y. Grendel's mother from Beowulf. I haven't seen the movie, but if you, you know, I've seen Carmen. She looks just like it. All right. So the reasons I want to beat her. She's pure evil. She has superpowers. She has shape-shifting abilities. So she's going to be a hard beat. She's going to be fucking... A difficult person to deal with but the reason is for the sexualization of her it bothered me you, you first time you see her she's butt naked with a fucking weird ponytail fucking tail kind of thing that goes all the way down her back and she's butt naked gold the person that she is in the story is a fucking warrior that fucking beats the shit out of fucking Beowulf and all and kills one of his best friends because he killed his fu- her, her son this over-sexualization bothers me, and that's why I want to be there. Because it's fucking stupid, and they should have done it. Because Angelina Jolie could have made a fucking awesome, dope-ass warrior girl in fucking full garb and fucking just come in and try to kill his motherfucking ass. This one decides to be like, oh, I'm going to have sex with you and give birth to a fucking dragon. Yeah, that's what happens. And that's bothersome. Fuck that shit. That's why I'm being here. Because of the over-sexualization our society has, and the person she should have been... And it's not going to be, it's going to be a tough beat because she has shape-shifting abilities so she can shape-shift into Paul Macbeth. She has fucking monster abilities because she's the mother of all monsters. She can throw her fucking ponytail. It's going to be a tough beat. Good message to beat when I beat her. And it's the mother of all monsters. So if she shape-shifts into Paul Macbeth, does she, you saying you innately get the powers of Paul Macbeth? Yeah. She's just not like a nerd who just looks like Paul Macbeth? No. Never see that's where I disagree. She she has the mu the mew and ditto transform ability. You, you you get all his abilities, you just don't get it for as long as he has it. So you like you're like, oh man, he she'll be really good for like sixteen holes. 
to say here she is a super powered assassin aside from being a complete badass she can bend bullets with the flick of her wrist you don't think she can't generate enough spin to carry page girthy type distance and skilly skillfully flex around every tree or any obstacle or mozzarella sticks since we're just coming off the weekend take that noise elsewhere get your salt Mr. and Mrs. Smith, or every other female badass Jolie has portrayed, none is better than Fox. False. I got a better one. And it's my beat. And it's my best. If I said it once, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast. Kung Fu Masters make the fucking best disc golfers. Period. Tigress. Kung Fu Panda would be the best disc golfer. She fucking cares about her team. She cares about the win. And she fucking been shit on her life. So she couldn't fucking get the dub. She's not gonna fucking do anything to anybody without getting this fucking dub. And I'm just gonna keep talking. He, she's gonna win. It's gonna be an easy dub. Flexibility. Fucking big ass arms. Gonna throw fucking miles. She's dub. Fucking crazy win. Match dub. Us walking away. Tigress. Kung Fu Panda. The best. Headphones off I don't and all. Read, read, pick a live action character out of any of his. All my characters besides Tigris are live action. Wasn't one an elephant? Yeah, but it's a live action elephant. <laughs> it's not actually live, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. It's her voice. <laughs> but Beowulf's a fucking. Okay, Beowulf. CGI, bro. Yeah, but it's CGI, but it's her base and body. <laughs> Fuck off. All right, that shit was enhanced. Fucking fuck, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> not my fault. She's not in movies that I want to fucking talk about. Didn't you pick this? Yeah, we have to do a female once in a while. I'm sure we could have found whatever. The best disc yeah. golfer would be the one that not only has supernatural powers that allows her disc to Anheuser to Heiser back to Anheuser. How does that even happen? I don't fucking know. But I do know Maleficent would be the best partner. She would ensure all my discs land right in the fairway and hypnotize the rest of the players to throw the into the first available every single time. You name any of her powers, and it just confirms that she would be the best overall partner. I know there's some deal about her like being evil and all that, but I didn't see the movie, so I don't know all that jazz. I do know she clearly would be the best disc golfer. You never see Snow White? No. Oh, come on, man. I'm surprised Sydney hasn't made you watch Maleficent. But... Yeah, but you've, you've seen Snow White. Not enough to, like, remember. I get Snow White yeah, and, you know, like, evil... Whatever. I'm... You're... Maybe. But I still win. <laughs> no, fair. <laughs> All right. I think All right, I... let's move into our puzzlers. Read Dangry. Read, like, <laughs> another level. No. Next week. The next two weeks are gonna be fun. There you go. Okay. This one we kinda had to bite the bullet and do something, so 
next two weeks are going to be fun. I, I thought mine were solid. I enjoyed I, I thought mine was I like my Beowulf, but you had to do like... I was just stating the obvious fact that you didn't go with a live-action actor that were doing IDP for it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean, like... Whatever. Fact. I'm, I'm sorry that my worst was an elephant, and I don't know how you guys didn't pick that one. All right, I, I think it, I think we can move on to some putting puzzlers. I'm be honest, guys. I don't, what are we doing? I don't have any putting puzzlers this week. What? Um. Yeah, I don't know if I have any either. All right, I got one. Perfect. All right, so. All right, so. Cool. Let's. I thought the echo. We're still gonna do it. <laughs> Forty foot. Put. One to win, or the other to force a playoff. Which one would you rather have? Wait, you're you're saying the pressure, right? Yes. So if you miss the one, if you miss the pot, you lose in one scenario, or if you hit it, you win. And the other one, you're hitting it to win to force a playoff. Yeah, I, I um, give me the one to win. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the one. Cause I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather win. Instead of losing. Because if I miss it, then I'm fucking going to the playoff. Yep. I don't give a fuck. Less pressure, I feel. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it for the push to playoff. I'd rather have that one. Really? That was a lot easier. Yeah. No, if you miss that, you lose. Yeah, it's game. That hurts. I understand, but you're not. That's kind of You don't have a lead and lose, which is even worse. No, bro, I'm not going to miss. Yeah, I'm going not into a playoff. I'd rather have the chance to have the momentum to go into a playoff than miss a putt and worry about missing a putt going into a playoff. Theoretically, you could be tied and the guy's just parked and you have to hit the putt to make the playoff still. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have a lead or anything. You just tied. Yeah, yeah but in my puzzle, I said for the win. So that example is mute. For my example, I gave him the puzzler. No, yeah, but you said no. You said to tie. You said to move it. If you miss, you move into the. You move into a playoff. You. If you miss, you go into a playoff. Yeah, but if you make it, you go into a playoff. You said. So force a playoff. Yeah. With the momentum of going to that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're tied. Guy's parked. You have to make that putt because you know he's already made that putt basically. To force tie. That's the same thing. Yeah, he could also be parked for bogey and I could be shooting for birdie. Or shooting for par to do it the same way. There's countless endless scenarios that we could do this with. Yes, but I'm saying so, it's not necessarily. Whatever. Yeah, give me give me give me fucking the dub. Give me the win. Give me the win. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fucking. I have one over under, if you guys want to do that. Yeah. Since Bushnell is the sponsor of this uh, tour championship over under on the Bushnell rangefinder. I've never used it. I've never even looked through it. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's cool. I, I think the fucking speaker thing is cool too. It's just like it just so. Are people using that in tournaments? I don't, I don't, know. I don't think so. I'd be surprised. I feel like that's definitely got to be the. Why would that be a Because it tells you it tells you the distance of how far away you are. But it's the same as a bush now. Yeah. 
And they're allowed to use Bush now. I don't. I don't. This is my. I don't the, think the they should Bush now. The speaker you just said you'd be like you let everybody know. Be like I'm this far away, mm-hmm. so if you can judge from my yeah, that it's just out loud. I bet you there might be something on that. Yeah, but, but I. But that's why I want to use the speaker and just use a bush now, because then you keep that information to yourself. But I think you sure got a headphone jack if you really wanted to, too. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I don't like. I just. I never like the concept of the like the bush. I just think it's like it's more. I don't know. I think it's just better for disc golf. Like it's just cooler to like not know the distance, because like that's like the whole game is like to just like throw it to a target like why do you need to know the specifics for us yes for us we don't need to fucking push now yeah i think for it just what it's just one more skill to have job, just one more skill to have yes but you, you why why not have something that you don't need that skill anymore you just do this thing because i want the pros to have all the skills yeah but some, some people don't have those skills that's on them bro maybe they shouldn't maybe they shouldn't I'm be a professional cool with it. i'm fine with it it's dope I think, man, I think obviously none of us have used it, so it's kind of a hard over under. No. But I think it's one of those things if we actually had it, we'd be pulling it out all the time and actually using it. I don't know if I would. Uh, all the times, uh, like maybe once or twice on the course, is that all the time? I would say almost every round we've been pulling it out about each? three times. So us, everybody's pulling out at least once, you're saying? I kind of think. The only time I would use it is if I go to a course blind and it's my first time I've ever played it. You want to know, uh, know what? I think you want to know where you would use it? Hey, is this outside the circle? That's when you would use it. Yeah. But I, could just, I, mean, I, would just, I could just walk it off. Yeah, but... Why, uh, why walk it off when you can just go, oh, that's 35. I also think that the Bushnell would not help our any of our games. How fucking no. Like, it would, like the most people are measuring that out, and they're like, yeah, this on slot or this speed, I got it down to 240. No. It doesn't change your thought process on the throw. Still, anybody from Bushnell listening want to send us one? We'll do reviews and shit. And prove me Get wrong. YouTube, prove me wrong. Shit. Y'all have two stations that'll go on. Come on, I'll take it. So I wouldn't. Be, yeah, but I, I guess the man. The only thing I could think of. Everybody says field practice is when they use it the most. Okay. Interesting. So you could just measure out your field I would de- I would definitely use it more in field practice because I would measure like how far I that's actually that's like the most time I'd use it. Not for like a strategic advantage, be like, oh damn, I threw that far. How far did I throw it? That's how when I would use it. Yeah, man, I think like yeah. You you have like a throw in or a metal hit, yeah. you're measuring that fucking thing yeah. off. You know but like I'm mean? not using it for like, oh, I wonder how far I went for the pin right now. I wonder what disc I use. I I would never use it like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be for the fucking circle too. Like one, like just just make sure you can fucking jump on it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you I can see that a little bit. Yeah. I mean that that's all I I, that's all it. I have too. So if you guys have, I any would more. use it for when I fucking shank it. I'm like, oh man, how far did I throw that one? How far did that go? Fucking left. <laughs> no, I go It didn't come back at all. Um, I don't think I got any. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I think, that, I think that's going to wrap up episode 42 of Kirby's Disc Golf World. Guys, make sure you jump on that prize picks. The final tournament of the year. Then we had a little bit of an off-season break, but don't be too concerned. I think we're going to have content coming at you. Anyways, hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully, see you in the next one.